satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. From Coast FM HQ in Gosford. Across Australia. And around the world. Worldwide. Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. This is Ava Max and I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, what's up? I'm Fletcher and I'm hanging out with Brandon Atkins. Hey, what's going on? We're Loud Luxury. I am Haley Steinfeld. And we're hanging out with Brandon Atkins. What up, you guys? It's Black Bear. Hey, this is Brando and I'm hanging out with Brandon. Brandon. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. And I might say something stupid. This is the On Air with Brendan Atkins show. I did a road trip down there. Oh, yeah? Where did you go? Wollongong. Yeah, but where in Wollongong? Like, there was, we just went to this lookout on a big hill and I fell asleep because I was so tired because it was a big trip. That's the end of the story. (laughs) Emergency alert. Please stand by. Q Satellite. Everyone, happy Friday. Hello, Lena. Happy Friday. How are you going? All right? Good. Ready for the weekend. Ready? ready already ready for the weekend? Yeah. Well, we haven't I got came... through the show oh, yet. No, no, no. I'm ready for the show, that's for sure. Yeah. It's a big show tonight. Well, it's part of your, it's part of the routine now, you know? This is what gets you into the weekend. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, I came home from Sydney last night at 1 a.m. I do it every Thursday now. Right. So I'm taking a class late at night. Um, oh, and that's ridiculous. Oh. Not the class, just getting home yeah, at that hour. Just going to work the next day and toughing it through. It's just like, ugh. Anything happen of significance this week we need to know about uh, with you? Um, I haven't been playing my Nintendo Switch and oh, I need to get Mario on it. What about you? Nothing. Okay. Just a same old week. Mm. Same old week. Well, it. before the show, I told you some juicy goss that you couldn't believe. Yeah, please share it with him because I'm still, I'm still baffled by this. Why are you baffled? Why is it so surprising? Oh, just okay. Uh, let me just get into it. Yeah. Um, Brandon and I were talking about Batchy and Maths, comparing them, whatever. Yeah. And I said to him, "Oh, well, yeah, I've." The producer of Bachelor um, reached out to me on Instagram asking if I wanted to apply. And he could not believe that. Still don't. She, it was just, well, what happened was a friend tagged me on a batchy photo saying it said something yeah. like, oh, taking you applicants. Yeah. My and, friend and tagged no, me, d- said, you should apply. Yeah, but no, you know what, you know what girlfriends are like, they're tagging each other, oh, you should do this, you should do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because all my friends are in relationships anyway. It was actually Jess tagged me. <laughs> and then, yeah, this woman's like, hi, my name's, produ- um, I'm Mia, producer Mia from Batchy. 2021. Um, I've checked out your profile. Looking like you'd be a great fit for the show. Let me know when you've applied. All the best. And then I messaged back saying, Hey Mia, so nice to meet you. <laughs> Just wondering, who is The Bachelor going to be? And then she left me on red. Of course, she's not going to spill the beans to someone, some rando. So, wow. I don't know why that's surprising. I just, I don't know. It just, I don't, no, I don't think producers were going out scouting mm. like that. Well, when I was on... Um, I'm not so discredited to you thinking, oh, why did they pick you? I'm just surprised that they just do that. Like, I'm Yeah. Just, they, they might It's have... like a story I can't... I just, you, know those, you know those stories that are just too good to be true? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. I just... Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, well, 
I got on Celebrity Name Game and that wasn't actually that hard either. Sent them a 30-second video and they were like, get on. Like, it wasn't that... And look how that show turned out. I know it's not big deal, but it's still TV. And I was like, wow, this was actually quite easy to get on. And look how that show turned out. Yeah. Yeah. Got axed. Anyway. Doesn't well, matter. we saw Grant Denyer on Celebrity, you moved, it's called. You moved on to bigger and better celebrity. things. Yeah. This show. The Brandon Atkins show. Yeah, absolutely. And all the big names tonight. Oh, God. It is an absolute star-studded lineup. Uh, who have we got? Amy Sharp. Everybody, everybody. Oh, yeah, we know Amy Sharp. This yes. song. We've had on the show last year. Yes. And she just released her new song with Keith Urban. Uh, Brando's on the show as well. We know this song from Loud Luxury. Oh, mm-hmm. I like Brando too. He's a good chap. Good song here. And Dean Lewis. We know Dean. Yeah. Now, he's got a new song out, which drops today. So uh, we'll catch up with him a little bit later. Oh, it's just... That, that's just a, that's just a little tease mm. of what's coming up tonight. There's a lot. Uh, plenty of new music to premiere for you as well. Uh, but as we always do on the show, let's kick off the show with a new track. <laughs> and today's new track feature comes from a Sydney-based musician. Yes, it does. Her name is Taylor. It, uh, the song's called Lost On You. I heard the song a couple of weeks ago, Lena. Don't want to brag. Utter perfection. Mm. I can't wait for mm. everyone else to hear it shortly. Uh, Taylor's on the phone now. Hi, Taylor. Hi, how are you guys going? Oh, we're great. We're so great. So good. So, well, we're excited to play the song for everyone because I know it dropped uh, today. So you must be pretty excited too. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, what's What's the song about? Give us a little sort of a spiel about the song. Yeah, so this song is about being in your 20s and falling for someone before you fully know yourself. Whoa. Wow. Deep. Yeah. That's very deep. <laughs> and it- are you, is this person real right now? Or is this like a figure of the imagination? Look, they were real. It was they were? A very romantic situation. So, yeah, almost dreamlike, like the song. Wow. Mm. I, I mean, I've heard the song, as I said. It is perfection. Yeah, it as went- soon as it started coming in, like the instruments, I oh. started getting shivers up my back. Oh. And I was like getting goosebumps. I'm like, oh, the I way had the, I the, had way the same reaction. Yeah, the way your um, vocals intertwine with the instruments is just so beautiful. It's just magical. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Have you had Have you had a uh, positive response to the song today? As I said, it's yeah, been, dro- yeah, it's it's been, been one today. day. I know, but you yeah. know, surely everyone would have gotten around it by mm. now. It's been amazing. I'm overwhelmed with all the love it's received so That's far. so good. And you've got a single, or you've got a launch for the song. Is that tomorrow night? I do, tomorrow night at the Highway Bar in Enmore. Lovely, lovely. And hopefully you know, everyone listening now can head out to Enmore tomorrow and uh, see you in the flesh. If not, you're actually performing next week uh, with Freshly Squeezed. You're performing with uh, our good friend, Chelsea Warner. She's a good friend to the show. Um, that, that's pretty exciting too. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's going to be an awesome couple of weeks. Mm, and what can we expect from your little set um, either tomorrow or next uh, next Friday? We've got a couple of songs that we're going to hear from you too. Yeah, so quite a few of them are actually unreleased. Ooh. Oh, exciting. So first to hear them, Lost On You, of course, um, and a couple of covers mixed in there as well. Lovely. Love who, do, who do you take inspiration for, from oh, yeah. for your covers? yeah. Great question. Um, Lana Del Rey is a mm. massive inspiration. And I Taylor Swift, I grew up with her. She's my favourite nice, of all time. Nice, because I just <laughs> did a YouTube stalk on you and I saw you have quite a following of 15,000 subscribers. No and I, way. And yeah, and I searched back <laughs> and there was a um, music video to Taylor Swift's Mean and I was quite impressed by those um, 
video editing skills. <laughs> oh, why, thank you. <laughs> Are you jealous of her video editing skills, no, I like No, it reminds me of being 12 and just putting together like a weird <laughs> video. The iMovie and yeah, like yeah, the yeah, school yeah. and all that. And I was like, this is where the YouTube career began. Taste exactly. Swift. Exactly right. Well, look, we love the song. We're going to play it for everyone now here at Coast FM, listening around Australia. Uh, it is a great song. Congrats on this, by the way, Taylor. Really good. And uh, if you want to see Taylor in the flesh, I know there's tickets available for Freshly Squeezed uh, next week. Just make sure you follow Taylor on Instagram. You want to give out your, your handle, Taylor? Yeah, absolutely. So it's Taylor with an A, music. Lovely. All right, well, hopefully those bulk likes and bulk comments and bulk follows follow through soon after. Um, thanks so much for letting us play the song. It's the first song of the night, so we're, we're pretty pumped. Thanks, Taylor. No, thank you so much for having me and thank you for giving it a spin. Take me to the coastline. The new one from Taylor, it's called Lost on You. On air with Brandon Atkins. The Fiend. Let's go. 17 after 6. Great to have your company on this Friday night. Partly cloudy tomorrow. Tops of 23. Lena's got the feed. I sure do. Our first story for the feed tonight is a Japanese fashion billionaire Mm -hmm. wants to shout eight people a trip to the moon. He announced this project this week. It's called the Dear Moon Project. The applications expire on March the 14th. So you can check out the Dear Moon website where he'll be shouting eight lucky applicants the opportunity to go to the moon. Do you reckon it's real, though? Yes, it is. It's the first civilian flight to go to the moon. Yeah, right. Wow. Yes. Can you believe it? He just wants eight mates to come to the moon. They've been talking about going to the moon for ages. paid for. And it's never happened. Yeah, there's still controversy whether the first moon landing happened. Do you know? This guy is a billionaire. I'll believe it. And... I'm sure he can fund this trip. I'll I'm believe surprised. it when they're on the moon. When they're on the moon and they take a photo, I'll believe it. Until yeah. then, not believe it. No, I understand that. The top five countries applying. Mm-hmm. Number one, take a guess, just for random. I don't know why we're staring. Russia. No. India. Mm-hmm. Number two, Japan. Number three, US. Number four, UK. Number five, France. And Australia oh, wow. didn't even make top ten, so they're not really interested yeah, in making the country. We don't care. We're happy here. Yeah. I'm going to go up there. We're here. Yeah, good. I'm, that's what I say. I say save the Earth before you relocate. But anyway, that might be a leisurely trip to the moon. Who knows? <laughs> um, the second story is the New South Wales government is trialling free pads and tampons in schools um, due to initiative by Young Australian of the Year, Isabel Marshall, oh, who lovely. pushed this forward for the national agenda. It's being trialled right now, but in October last year, Victoria became the first state to allow pads and tampons all free across government schools. So it's a great initiative. And what wars have done recently too. Yes, I was about to announce it as well. Period care in the aisle. They're they're, they're highlighting it. Instead of female hygiene. Yeah. So they're being, they're trying to destigmatize this whole whole secrecy about women getting their periods Mm. because it's so whole bizarre. Yeah. But anyway, that's a great story. Yeah. It's right. productive. Yeah. Let's see where it goes. Only more to come. Third story, I'm sure we, uh, we've we already discussed this. You're very excited about it, um, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Is the Wiggles covered Tame Impala's Elephant Song. Oh, here, Triple J's Like a Version this morning. Here's a little snippet of it here. Well, it feels like an elephant shaking his big red trunk Oh, it's great. <laughs> this is the purple Wiggles singing. He's got a good voice. It's great. Mm. I love it. And it, have you seen the comments on Triple J? No, I haven't seen oh, the comments. Everyone's loving it. They reckon, and I, I stand by this 
comment. If that's not in the hottest 100 next year, mm. uh, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with the countdown. I'm wow. done with Triple J. There you go. Wiggles really making it into the hottest 100. Let's see. It's better than Cardi B's WAP getting in the top. Yeah. I don't know. What was if it? Daniel, 20? If Daniel Andrews get on the beers can get in there, the Wiggles yeah. can get in there. There's, there's a lot of potential. And I don't mean to diss WAP, but I know. I just like to keep the hottest 100 Australian. I like it to be predominantly Australian. Mm-hmm. Number five. No, number four. Mardi Gras this weekend. Uh, happy Mardi head- Gras, everyone. Yes, happy Mardi Gras with the headliner act being Rita Ora. We're playing her. She's got a new song out. Yes, so we're going to play that a little bit later. some other great artists to follow being Electric Fields, G Flip, Montaigne. So Lovely. it's a great a great event to watch, whether you can go there or you can also catch the full parade at 7.30pm on SBS or NITV. Yeah, lovely. And our final story is a Central Coast bit of news. Very exciting. A lot of people have gotten around it this week. Is Tony Collette has been spotted on the Central Coast. Big deal. Filming. It is a big deal. She's from Muriel's Wedding, the most classic, one of the most classic Australian TV um, um, movies. Not TV. Movies mm. alongside the castle, like, Tony, in my opinion. Tony Collette and I were born in the same hospital. Big deal. I thought you were going to say same year. No. I was going to say, I'm not surprised. No, big deal. Um, she lived in Blacktown. Big deal. As if you're acting like you don't care, but you know that you were born in the same hospital as her. I don't care. How do you... You obviously care about her. Anyway, she no. is filming... Why don't you care? This is cool. It's just Tony Collette, you know? But it doesn't matter. She's filming a Netflix series on the coast. Yeah. We are being put on the map. Sister, it was um, she was spotted at Margarita Days at Edelong yeah, yeah. and McMaster's Beach, and this is part of an eight-part thriller drama, thriller slash drama of the title is Pieces of Her. So I guess we'll see it in about two years after all the editing. Yeah. I don't know how long oh, the turnover I didn't think is. About that, yeah, but mm, interesting well, stuff. Good it, to know they're utilizing the coast's beautiful scenery. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll give you that, Lena. That wraps up the feed. Lovely. Thank you for that. Power Pick coming up soon. Uh, Amy Shark on the way in about 20 minutes' time. We're going to talk manners next. Manners. Are they necessary in 2021? Well, you think as time evolves, you know, different changing values of people. Mm. We'll discuss it after Derulo, Love Not War. Live around the coast for your Friday night. It's the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Derulo there. The On Air with Brandon Atkins Show. Mind your manners. Mind your manners, indeed. Wow. Wow. Mind wow. your manners, Lena. Mind your manners, Brandon. What do you want to talk about this for? What's I going on? I want to talk about it because I am such a manners gal. I'm such a polite person. I will say it for myself. And I don't expect much. Maybe I do, but I like to think I don't expect much. But being polite is so necessary. In 2021, we've come so far. And we've been inspired by the beautiful English of Shakespeare with thy and all this beautiful language. And please, we're not, don't, please don't we're take not, me back to hospital. We're not left with much, but words, beautiful words like please, thank you, excuse me, sir or madame or... It's That's just, a bit extreme, that last one. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say madame or sir, but excuse me. Those, I think they are the pillars, the building blocks of society. It's so important to just like fluff that on top rather than like barging past someone and being like not saying anything Mm. if you're on a bus like moving past oh excuse me like just a a caution awareness not like what else could you say oh I'm moving you know what I get great satisfaction off 
uh, letting people through in the traffic, and then when they, you know, oh, and, and they flash, yes. no, but they flash your lights back, oh, or they give that little wave. I, I, go, I just feel, I feel when, wholesome. How many times you let someone in and they don't acknowledge you, well, especially when you go out of your way? I'm like. Sister, well, but so, well, at least flick your hand up. Well, it depends on the circumstance because in some instances you don't really have to because they actually might have right of way. Yeah, no, I'm you definitely I mean? talking about when you go out of your way, you slow down. Yeah, no, you, can see, you can see there's, you can see there's on, a traffic build up behind you. They're on Main Road, Wyong, and they're pulling out from their car park and yeah. they have no time and you're like, all right, come, yeah, through. come through. And I'm like, where's your hand? Where's your hand? Is it coming? And I give it 10 seconds I, and uh, I'm like, oh, it's not coming. Now, here's, now here's one thing. Sidetracking here a bit. When you flash your lights, right, yep. as a thank you, do you do like a flash flash or do you do flash flash? I do flash flash. Yeah, okay, good. Just wow. double checking. Flash oh, flash. Oh, someone I know does that. and I know, A slow one. Yeah, all right. Ridiculous. You do, mm. you do a quick one, flash flash. Did one to a bus yesterday. Oh, I felt so wholesome. He gave me a good... He actually ticka, pla- ticka. Yeah. And they'll do that. And in, in, there's a lingo with the traps and buses too. If you let them through... Like, he was coming across and going into a street, right? Yeah. But today I let another one through. He was coming out and he was going to be in front of me. And he put his hazard lights on as he drove off. And that's like a thank you. Like, oh, I've acknowledged you've let me through. Thank you. You know? Because mm. trucks do that on the freeway and all the time. Mm, 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 do you mm. find people are lacking manners these days? Oh, no, I don't think... I, I Generally, I think society, especially Australian society, is very polite. And yeah. I really appreciate that. Like, I'd say... I feel like I've exaggerated, but 90%, like this is me being legitimate, I think about 90% of people that I've encountered are polite. But that 10% really get me off because it feels like they're just so privileged. Like it's just an expectation. Why are you looking at me while you say that? No, because we're having a conversation. No, it's just, not you. No, this is a little glint in your eyes. As if oh, you're, okay. Like... That's based on your own interpretation, Brandon. <laughs> I just, or like you'll be somewhere at work, you do a favour for someone yeah. and... And they don't say, oh, you'd be like, oh, I just um, got you a cup of coffee sitting on the couch, whatever yeah, yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh, right, I'll get to it. And it's like, thank oh, you. Yeah. Where is it? How dare they? It's just like a burning nitpicking, like, just say it. It's a word and it doesn't take any energy. It does. Grinding gives this. Yeah, it does. I'm just energetic, even though I've barely had any sleep. So I put a poll on my Instagram at Helena Janice mm-hmm. on Instagram. And 97% of people said manners are the building blocks of society. Yeah. And amen, I'm glad I have a genuine following. Oh, good. 3%, yes, said no. I would have to agree. Not on the negative, the positive. You yeah. know. Manners are, are important. It's important. It's, it's how you build rapport with people. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. It's, it's such an important connection because there's so many people that you encounter in your day-to-day that you're never going to see again. Yeah. And just leaving that little bit of nicety, you don't... Like, my main point always is you do not know what someone is going through. Yeah. They might be having the worst day. Oh, absolutely. Lost a loved one. Who knows? Just be polite. Mm. It is not hard. If if you're a customer of mine at the shop, you know, some people, you know, a lot of people have really lovely manners, Mm. you know. But you get that small handful where they're like, oh, you know, I feel like I might be having a bad day. They don't care. Mm. But you're right. You point out a nice thing. People might be having a bad day. So be a bit more considerate. Yes. Amen to that. Amen, sister. All right. Big show uh, on the way. Um, we're going to do a Britney Spears-themed power pick. It's off the back of the free Britney doco that aired on Channel 9 this week, which we'll also be talking about in about an hour's time. So I went with... I forgot what... I went with Gimme More. Great yes. song. You and went a bit old school. Baby, one more time. It was the first song that I ever sung at a karaoke. 
Seals Rock camping grounds with my two cousins. Oh, it takes you back, doesn't it? Oh, it's, it's a big memory. <laughs> we'll do the power pick next. Wait there. Did you hear you say you're on air with Brandon Atkins? Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. Power. On air with Brandon Atkins. Power pick. Twenty-three to seven now. Partly cloudy tomorrow. Tops of twenty-three. Warming to thirty degrees on Monday. We got. We didn't even have summer, and now we're in autumn, and it feels like now we'll turn the heat up. Now, wrong. No, it's just you're mute. You're right. No, no, no. I'm nodding my head furiously, oh, right. yeah. agreeing. The yeah. other day was stinking, stinking uh, hot. What was hot. it? It was Monday. I was like, yeah. get lost. Oh, uh, it's too hot. It's too hot again this Monday. Anyways, you know, we, we we live with what we get, all right? Yes, let's be appreciative. Uh, Dean Lewis joining us in an hour to drop his new song. Uh, he'll be zooming in. Uh, Amy Shark's next, guys, so she'll be phoning through. Wait there. Don't go anywhere. But it's Power Pick time now. Power Pick. Britney Spears themed because of the uh, free Britney Spears doco that dropped mm, this week. Mm, mm. We'll talk about it a bit later, actually. Yes. Uh, I went with Gimme More. I went with Baby One More Time. And people voted on Instagram at Brandon Atkins Radio to, uh, you know, see what song tickled their fancy the most. Uh, 67% to 33% this week. Mm-hmm. So it's a you know, good margin, good mm. margin. Uh, and uh, it's, it's your song. Yes, I knew it. Which I got a bit angry about. I wanted to play my song in spite, but no, no. Oh, what? You would do that? No way. No, did I listen to this? This is what we know Britney for. This song yeah. got her big, as we saw in the doco. Yeah, well, look, let's not muck around. Let's get it on there now. Here it is, old school Britney. Baby, one more time. It's your Power Pick Australia. Amy Shark joining us next. And a listener wants some feedback on something inside the next 20 here at Coast. One more time. Oh, your power pick, Britney Spears, baby, one more time. Amy Sharks here, everyone. Oh, she's had hit after hit after hit, Lena. She has. She's an icon of Australia, a queen of Australia, some would say. Truly a queen. Amy's here now. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much for the kind intro. Oh, well, you are. You're like Australia's queen. You know, screw Kylie Minogue. You're, you're the queen, Amy. I don't think so, but that's very nice. <laughs> Look, uh, you've got this brand new track out, Love Songs Ain't For Us. You've teamed up with Keith Urban. Uh, look, I'm going to say this politely. You don't strike me as the type of person that likes to sing love songs. Am I right in saying that? <laughs> well, I do, but I usually have some sort of like uh, evil twist or some messy part of the song um, <laughs> that's kind of brutal honesty. But this one, you know, it's kind of... We reversed it a little bit in saying that we don't like love songs, but we actually love love being in love. So. Oh, I love that. And obviously you've you've teamed up with Keith Urban and you wrote this song with Ed Sheeran. Uh, that's that's crazy. How did that come about? I know. <laughs> You're telling me. Um, yeah, well, basically, I'm going to drop another name, um, which I hate doing, but it's, <laughs> that's a very key part of the story. And um, Russell Crowe sent Ed my first album and said, liked it and um, he was going to contact me to set up a, a songwriting session. And I, I, I believed him but I didn't hold my breath so um, but sure enough in like 24 hours or something I got an email from Ed Sheeran asking oh me to, to, if I wanted to um, you know next time I'm in England to do a songwriting session with him so I um, definitely said yes and um, we we had a really great day obviously in the studio mm. Um and it's hard because you never know if you're going to have a good day in the studio because it's, 
you know, it's kind of like a magic lightning bolt moment sometimes, yeah. songwriting. So, um, but I knew that, you know, it was a day that I really had to step up and prove why I should be there and, and I didn't want to waste anyone's time. So, um, yeah, it was really great that we came out with the with that song. And um, and I guess Keith Urban came into the mix when because Ed started singing on the song on the day, which I kind of wish he didn't do because it sounded amazing. Uh, <laughs> and I knew I wasn't going to be able to have him <laughs> because he just, you know, done his big collaborations record and it was just going to be too, too hard to, to get him on to the song. So I'd start thinking of someone else that was really sort of um, legendary and uh, timeless and uh, just well-respected. And Keith Urban came to mind and, and it turned out really, really great. So in terms of getting Keith Urban on this track, did you have to ask Ed Sheeran for permission? Uh, I guess I did. I don't think I probably would have had to, but I did it just anyway. Like I um, I emailed about Keith Urban and he just wrote, couldn't think of anyone better. And oh, wow. um, so, yeah, it was crazy. And then I literally just, um, I text Keith uh, the song and, and said, hey, like I've written this song with Ed Sheeran and I, just really love you to be on if you like the song. Um, and then he got back to me straight away. He said he loved the song and um, he had his parts to me, his uh, vocals and his guitar bits. So good. You know, that weekend. So it was amazing. Oh, so was this song like a real quick turnaround? Because obviously you, get, you hear these stories of musicians, you know, they, they sit on songs for like 10 years until it's released and all that. This sounds like this all came together in, in less than a week. Is that correct? Uh, probably a bit longer just because I, I was away. I was kind of finishing up the album in um, LA and then also went to UK to do the um, song with Ed. And then um, gradually I went past New Zealand and, and recorded Everybody Rise with Joel. And it was such a big uh, trip, actually. And, and home eventually and brought all the songs that I worked on abroad back to my studio on the Gold Coast and just really zoned in on them um, and got them sounding all um, as, as good as possibly uh, as, as I could. And then I sent to Keith. So it was probably a few weeks. And, and also just getting Keith's team, Ed's team, my team all on the same page mm. was very, very difficult. Um, but, but still, you know, that's the process. And um, everyone was really great to work with so but it was just like a lot of people involved as you can imagine yeah i can imagine well that's great i mean it is a brilliant song i heard it when it on the release day and i thought i've just fell in love with it instantly i thought this is brilliant couldn't picture two great legends on one song um and i mean look uh, this is exciting uh the tour is coming up very soon uh you'll be performing in sydney june 12th um and last time we spoke to you we it was actually when tickets were on sale and whatnot it feels like this tour is just it's coming around so fast like i felt like yesterday i spoke to you last and we were announcing the tour next minute it'll be here I know, I know. I'm really excited. I just, I, I wake up every morning just praying I don't hear the news that it has to be cancelled like oh, everything no. else has been in the last, you know, year. But it looks it looks promising and, yeah. and um, you know, tickets are still selling really quick and it, it's, it feels good. It feels really um, positive. So oh. let's, fingers crossed, it all goes ahead. Oh, lovely. And I've, I mean, new year, new year. I've heard rumours you've moved to Sydney from Gold Coast. Is that correct? I have, yeah. Now, yep. I have to so, ask, now, I have to ask, the Gold Coast is very, very different to Sydney. Uh, have you gotten used to Sydney traffic yet? Because I feel like for people that come from elsewhere, it's a rude shock to see, you know, that many cars on the road 24-7 here in Sydney. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I guess I don't really have to venture out that much. Like I, where I live is very close to um, where I have to be for work. And mm. um, so I don't have to do too many big trips. And if I do, it's usually an Uber. So I just like do a bunch of work while I'm in the Uber and I don't even know that I've traveled. So it's um, it's not too bad. I don't, I don't mind it at all. And, and coming from the Gold Coast, you know, I've lived there my whole life. It's it's exciting for me. It's exciting to live in Sydney and, mm. and be amongst everything. Yeah, no. Well, Sydney, it's a brilliant. I mean, a lot of people hate Sydney. I love Sydney. I'm an advocate for Sydney. And I love the fact that you get around in Ubers as well. I hope you get nice Uber drivers that give you bubbles of water and minties because every time I go into an Uber, not one minty, not one little Mentos, not a little bottle yeah, of water really inside. Yeah, they've dropped their standard a little bit, haven't they? Oh, it's, it's, I just think, come on, you know, we're paying for a premium service. There's not much you can ask. I'm not, ask, I'm not asking for a red carpet, a little drawn curtain you know like at a least limo. when you do pay for like you know the bougie ones you expect a bottle of water right like yeah, of you know course. like of course. I, I, I think to compensate, I get really nice drivers that have, like, pleasant conversations. So I, that, it kind yeah, of makes true. up for it, I suppose, I suppose. Well, look, Amy, it was so, it's a pleasure to chat to you as always. We're loving the new song. Love Songs Ain't For Us. It's available now. Uh, Amy's sophomore album, Cry Forever, it'll be released 30th of April and tickets for her tour are still available as well. Get to, get those tickets at amysharp.com. Amy, always a pleasure chatting to you and uh, can't wait to chat with you later down the track. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for playing the song. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Brandon and Alina, this end. Uh, that's a new one from Psycho, My Ways. Put your hands up. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. Live from our Gosford Studios. On Air. You're on Air. With Brandon Atkins. Happy Friday night, everyone. If you want to get in touch, hit us up on the gram at Brandon Atkins Radio or give us a bell, 4322 0072. Got some listener feedback to share with you now, Lena. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, this person wants to remain anonymous, by the way. Uh, I won't read the message word for word, but I'll summarise it for you. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, this gal, uh, she's been with a boyfriend now for about a year and a half. Everything seems to be going dandy. Yeah. Uh, uh, for some reason, she had a gut feeling uh, that something just, something wasn't right. Okay. Mm. So she decided to uh, go for a little snoop through the partner's phone. Okay. And found something uh, a bit untoward uh, that well, didn't sit well with her. He'd been talking to someone else behind her back. And this kind of sort of ties in, I guess, and if you've been watching Married at First Sight, uh, Samantha on there, she's a really nice blonde hair, pr- quite pretty. She's been paired up with Cam. Mm. And she, had, before the show, had been cheated on by her ex-husband for five years yeah. and had multiple SIM cards uh, for, each woman. for each woman. So it's it's quite a common trend. Stuff. I don't know why someone would go to the lengths to do that. No, I don't know why either. Therapist. But uh, she's posing the question, uh, am I wrong for slipping through my partner's phone? What do you think, Lena? <laughs> this is so contextual. It's so hard to answer. Because you can kind I, of... I'm not the sort of girlfriend that would... I'm not the sort of person that would do that. But, I mean, if there's a cause for concern and you feel like you have enough gut feeling or enough sort of evidence in other ways that you should just like this is the thing that's going to confirm it yeah then there's no point mm. but you wouldn't want to be with someone that you couldn't confront and ask them pull them aside say hey it's a catch 22 hey, isn't Cameron, it I have a gut feeling that something's not like what's the deal you'd hope that you're with someone to be like yeah you're right look I'm not feeling it anymore I've been talking to this girl named blah 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 
But once you've done, if you ask someone, hey, I'm suspicious, then they're going to be completely private after that because they, no, they, they'll, they'll, they'll delete off. off or they'll delete the messages in case you go through it. So yeah, it's yeah. very, I think it depends on whether they have that sort of personality where you feel, but that's the basis of a good relationship. Yeah. You'd hope that after a year and a half, you'd know that that person has good communication and trust. Away from relationships. Let's not worry about this anonymous person for a second, right? Away from relationships. Have you ever snooped before? No. Never. No. You never gone snooping before no. Christmas no, to no, see no. what presents oh, you get. I thought, oh, sorry. I was still thinking we're talking about relationships. I just said, said let's not worry about. Oh, that. yeah, definitely. So you have snooped. My grandma, she shops like a month in advance for Christmas, and as a kid, I used to snoop. But it's not any fun if you snoop. It's not as fun when you're waiting for a surprise yeah. and you find out. Have beforehand. you fa- by snooping? Have you found out something? What have you found out by snooping? What my Christmas present? Oh, it could be, any, it could be anything. It, could be it anything. was what my Christmas present oh. was. Well, we, I, I teared the part of the the corner off and then taped it back up. Oh, that would. What looked, about you? Oh, Brandon? that would have looked dodge. Oh, nah. Then just get some more tape. Stick it on. It's not that hard. Some of the tape isn't put on that strong. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I don't go snooping through people's phones and. Uh, mm. Of the like. It's just, you know, it's an invasion of privacy. Oh, I do snoop sometimes when I'm... Oh, hang on. Here we go. Here we go. No, this is not a big deal. But if I'm on the train, public transport or something, I sometimes like to snoop and read other people's messages. Oh, Yeah, I like to... Oh, and I snoop all the time on people's conversations in public places. I listen to everything and I'm like, man, you have no idea. I got all your kebabs. I'm not going to swear. I got (laughs) all of it under... I'm the type of person, though, when people have an argument, like, in the street, I'll just peer out the window. Or, or so, go- so you're exactly the same. Oh, yeah, I love, oh, I love a snoop in that regard. Yeah. Not in the intimate part, like, as I was talking about before, in yeah, relationships. Yeah. I don't but go- you'd happily, like, look over your shoulder at someone's text oh, messages. Oh, yeah, see what they're up to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. change. Or if they're having a conversation, you know, I've got headphones in, I'll just turn it down to mute and I'll just yeah, sit there yeah, for a second. Yeah, 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 you know? just look forward and then when- slightly have a glance and go, what? When I was little... I, uh, and I, this wasn't snooping. Oh, it depends how you say it. But I was little, right? Yeah, I was you were my, little. I was at my name's house and I was just kind of going through the kitchen drawers. Don't know why. Just sort of going through, see what plate she had, you know, see if she had any biscuits. Because, you know, I was little. I like those, um, oh, what are they called? Mi- milk arrowroot biscuits, mm, right? Mm, mm. Anyways, I was going through. I was lifting everything up, you know, whatnot. I opened up a little teapot she had. Good nice. on her. I, mind you, it's a safety fund. I, mind you, I was eight or nine, so my face, you can imagine my face, I lit up. I was like, oh, this is great. Pulled it out, and I said, what's this? And she goes, ah, da, 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 da. And it, mm. since then, never hit anything. Oh, I'm glad in, that you were honest. You weren't a little sneaker that slipped one in your back pocket. No, no, no. I'm glad. I love my nan. I wouldn't do that to her. Good, good. But, you know, like, you know, I think we're all privy to uh, snooping from time to time. Mm. But I guess, let's go back to the anonymous thing now. Yeah. In a relationship, you mm. know, she is she wrong for snooping because she found out her boyfriend was doing something untoward. Well, it's a catch twenty two. She found that out after she had a gut feeling yeah. beforehand. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a, mm. it's a puzzler. This one. It's so contextual. Mm. If you're dating a dude that you know is not going to confess up, why are you dating him? Yeah. But secondly, find out what's going on. So. you just do it. If you want your say, hit us up on the gram at Brandon Atkins Radio. B-R-A-N-D-O-N-A-T-K-I-N-S-R-A-D-I-O. Don't know why I thought we spell that out. <laughs> or give us a bell, 43220072. Is this person wrong for snooping through her partner's stuff? We'll do some feedback next. Wait there. Coming back. The On Air with Brandon Atkins Show.
a new one from Jonas Blue and Awa. That is something stupid here at Coast FM. The On Air with Brandon Atkins Show. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? It's after seven now. Uh, if you've just joined us, is it wrong to snoop through your partner's phone? Uh, we had an anonymous uh, uh, message come through this week uh, from a, a girl who has been with her partner for a year and a half. Had a gut feeling something didn't something was going on. Didn't like what was going on, uh, and then uh, went for a little little bow peep at uh, at the old phone and found out he'd been uh, he'd been uh, canoodling with someone else. Mm. Which is you know it's it's it's, it's not uh, yeah doesn't feel good. No, doesn't feel good. So we put it out to you guys if you've. Uh, have you been? Have you snooped? And what have you found by snooping? And is it wrong to snoop? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you the poll results first because okay. I find them quite astounding. Okay. Right, ninety-six percent of people polled this week on Instagram at Brandon Atkins Radio said it's totally wrong. Shouldn't okay. go snooping. Oh, good, good. But there was four percent that said, you know, it's all right to have a little bow peep now and again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Annabelle was one of those people. Um, she said it's totally fine to have a snoop. What she found while snooping was that her current partner had HIV and prior to that had chlamydia oh. and didn't disclose this information. Oh, that's very disrespectful. Like, I, I feel for him, but it's very disrespectful if he was engaging with her in that way mm. while mm, being infected. It's crazy. Crazy, and then we had Sophie. Uh, she'd gone through for a snoop, mm-hmm. and this is a nice story. She's going through a snoop and uh, found something she shouldn't have, which was uh, a very expensive birthday present. Oh, that, okay, yeah, for her. Yeah, for for her. Oh, that's nice. So you know, I, I like to think I'd be in a relationship where we would both have open, like communication and also be open that like hey if you go on my phone there's nothing to hide vice versa yeah i don't like when people have this automatic like oh oh no like yeah yeah it's it's like off-putting when someone has that protective nature over their phone like it's not like i'm gonna go out to snoop but knowing that someone feels open and free about me clicking on their phone getting onto spotify or checking i don't know getting a photo app up whatever that is not comforting to know someone feels that comfortable with you. But as soon as they start getting protective, that's red flag I've for always me. been protective of... <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I've always been very protective of my phone. Okay. Like, it's always on me, 24-7. Like, I can't go anywhere without it. Yeah, but, but does that with mean your I'm, partner. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm always with me everywhere. Yeah, no, Occas- I mean, like, with your partner, if she was to say, oh, like, sign into your phone because she left hers in her bag in the car or something. Oh, you go for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, more in that sense. Not that you're going to leave it at home while you leave the house. No, no, I, no, no. I just take it with me everywhere. Yeah. Oh, so there's like nowhere you would not take it. It's in arm's reach. It's right here next to me. All the time. And okay. I, and usually I take it because I like to count my steps. Really, that's mm. why I want to make sure I get every step counted possible. Yeah. You know? Like even at work, if I'm walking from here, here to say where, you know, the next room where we are here, yeah. two metres. I'll take it with me. Yep. Like, I'll literally get up and go, oh, God, I've eaten my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm only going for not even five seconds. It's just yep. a, it's, I don't know, I've just always been like that. That's just me personally. <laughs> but I'm not hiding anything. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you have that open relationship where you're like, yeah, cool, you can go through my phone, then, I mean, I feel like that's a healthy one. I don't think, you know, Amy and I, we've been together a while. 
<laughs> a while. And there's no time. Yeah, oh, no time. time. You don't there's, no, there's not. There's, a while. We was should it two years. Oh, no, no, a while. We should not limit it to a time frame, okay. Lena. It's quality over quantity. Absolutely. And I don't think we've ever gone through each other's phones ever, mm. ever. We've not had the need to. Yep. Hmm. Mm. What? No, nothing. Oh, no, no. I'm just thinking there are some people that go into relationships where they've had a really bad past with someone else. Yeah. Where there was trust issues and then they're already like super on guard. Like they're super, uh, what's the word? Sort of like hyper aware of the fact that, oh, did that mean something? Did yeah. that mean something? Because they've been so hurt before in the past. Mm. So that can be, yeah. It takes some time to move through with that person to gain the trust again. Yeah. But Generally, I think it's dangerous to have that um, someone feeling the need to check your phone as well. No, of course. Like, if someone kept asking me, like, can I check your messages? I'd be like, mate, settle down. <laughs> Chill out. So it can go both ways. Well, keep keep uh, keep feeding the feedback through uh, via the phone or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Dean Lewis. Oh, God, we know who Dean Lewis is. Yes. Uh, he's had it a, comes and uh, goes in waves. Uh, he's dropped a new song today. He's been away for three years. Don't know where he's gone. Um, he'll be he'll be zooming through in about half an hour. Uh, my good friend Brando, oh, he's had a bunch of great songs over the years. He's we're going to catch up with him next. I caught up with him earlier. I'll play that chat for you next. Uh, he's got a new song called "Close to You," which is taken off the Peter Andre classic from the nineties, uh, uh, I think. So uh, we'll get that on air now. Here at Coast FM, eleven after seven. Cloudy tomorrow. Tops of twenty three degrees. Thanks for your company around Australia. It's falling. It's the On Air with Brandon Atkins show for your Friday. And coming in hot from the state, zooming in is our good friend Brando. He's got the new song Close to You, which is out now. Brando, my man, how are you? Good, good. I mean, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you too. It's been a bit of while. What's new? What's new in your world at the moment? Yeah, just, um, you know, slowly, slowly coming out of lockdown a little bit. Uh, so it's, that's exciting. Um, you know, being able to go into the studio multiple times a week is exciting as well you know before essentially all of last year i kind of wasn't able to go in the studio at all so since basically since january i've been able to get back in start working with the people i was working with before so yeah it's it's just been great is that where you are now at the studio you're at your house it looks like you're at a studio i'm I'm in my home studio right now yeah i love that do you do many tracks from your home studio or do you prefer being outside the house doing music uh, you know what? I, I still prefer going to the studio. Um, it's just kind of like out of habit. You feel like you're going to work, I guess. Um, <laughs> but but I do I do do a lot of like recordings and stuff like that here. So yeah, that's why it's why I have the setup. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. Hey, I have to say, close to you. Let's talk. Let's talk this new trap because it <laughs> is an absolute. It is an absolute bop. I love it. Am I right in saying that it's kind of derived off the Peter Andre classic? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Um, you know, it, it came about because, you know, just listening to a Spotify playlist and I ran across the Peter Andre original. I was like, wow, I love this record. You know, I would love to I would love to do a flip of it, uh, especially since it was, you know, part of my childhood and, yeah. you know, of my producer's childhood as well. So, yeah, we just kind of ran it back, went into the studio, uh, cut the cut the hook. And it just sounded just perfect as, as like a full-on dance song. Yeah. So then just, you know, whipped up like the verses and pre, switched out the the track and yeah, just it just worked and my label loved it. So now we're here. 
I, I mean, I like it too because when I heard it, I was listening to it and oh, this is fresh. I love it. And then it took me a while to go, hang on a second. I know this song from somewhere. Where have I heard it? And then I put, right, right. And I put two and two together. I mean, because you did obviously uh, look into my eyes, which is off the Charles and Eddie classic. And we had you on air talking about that last year. Is it kind of, are we kind of seeing a trend here with you, Brando, where you're kind of reworking old 80s and 90s classics? You know, not not really trying to. Uh, it's just, um, you know, some, some of the times you ju- I just run across a track that I just love and I feel like it would work as a as a flip, as a you know, making it a little more modern and, and current. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that's that's what defines my music because because most of the time most of the music I make is uh, slight slightly different. Like you know, obviously same tone of voice. Same similar writing style, at least when it comes to like the verses and the pre. Yeah. Uh, but usually the hooks are a little more, you know, a little more modern as a little more like weekend or you know that kind of thing. Love uh, it. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's necessarily a, a trend, um, but generally speaking, my my label loves stuff like that. You know, um, radio and, and and people in general love to hear a song that they that they heard a long time ago, kind of come back and mm. and have a have a new fresh take on it in a sense. Mm. It's funny if you say that because uh, I was doing an interview uh, recently with DJ Topic and uh, he, okay, had yeah. recently, he had recently teamed up with ATB to redo the right. uh, 9pm classic from what, 1999. And right. it's funny because we were just talking earlier about it that so many uh, songs these days are kind of taking samples or sort of remaking old hits right. from the old. And, you know, it, it gets to a point where... You know, it kind of doesn't want to get repetitive, but it's like, okay, you're reworking it. I get it. But it's important to have kind of a very fresh spin on it. And when I listen to your track, Brando, it's a very, very fresh spin. Like it's, it sounds, it sounds almost like a, 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 its own song on its own. Are you kind of following where right. I'm going? Right. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I think it's, um, I think especially when you're working with someone else's previous work from, you know, the eighties and nineties, it's, obviously important to respect what they, they had brought to the table yeah. in originally crafting that, mm. um, while also, you know, bringing what you do to the table as well and trying to to make those two different styles mesh in a way where it sounds like a new song, but, um, you know, also frames it in a way where someone hears it, they're like, it sounds so familiar and it sounds familiar because of the original was such a, such a huge hit in its own right. So yeah, I think, you know, I think it's important not to go fully into like, oh, it's just the original. I'm singing everything from whatever the original was. And I also think it's important not to just be like, oh, it's just one word from the original, whatever, you know, and, and just kind of go with it like that way. So, yeah. <laughs> I just, I feel like, oh, my phone just went off. Sorry, they can wait. How dare they interrupt this interview? Um, <laughs> I, know, I just, I feel like listening to this track and then listening to Look Into My Eyes, I feel like you were bored in like the wrong era of time. Because it's just it's so it's so refreshing to see someone you know young like yourself have a, a right. great found uh, appreciation for tracks you know done you know 20, 30, 40 right. years ago like myself like people look at me and go oh you present a top forty radio show you're all about the songs of today and you know that they're right but I actually have a real right. strong love. The 80s and 90s music too so I feel like you and I you know we've kind of got the same name I feel like we're kind of meant to be <laughs> part of the same era as well you know <laughs> right right yeah we're, we're old souls that's for sure <laughs> I, uh, I was, yeah actually it's funny because it, oh, I always I always swear up and down that I was born in the wrong era 
specifically because I'm like the worst at social media. I hate it. <laughs> like I just can't. I for some reason it can't click in my brain for me to be like, oh yeah, like it's cool to post all the time. It's cool to do TikToks. You know, in my head for some reason it, like I just see it as, hey, I love making music. I love performing, yeah. which is very like old school, you know what I mean? Versus like <laughs> the modern, the modern artist is like, yeah, let me go do a TikTok, let me post on my Instagram, let me do do, do a tweet, you know, and then and then comes the song, you know, like yeah. after the fact. Yeah. So yeah, I've, yeah. In some ways, I for sure was born in the wrong era. Yeah. So we're not seeing you on TikTok, you know, doing the weekends blinding lights dance challenge, no? <laughs> you know. You know, not, I mean, my label's trying to get me to do it. And, you know, every now and then I think about it. Yeah. Uh, but for sure, I still, you know, it's some some weird thing stopping me in my head where it's like, it just doesn't feel uh, natural to what I do, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, good. No, don't, because I did the Weekend Blind Delights Challenge this time last year when TikTok was just okay. enough. Very embarrassing, right. Brando, very cringe. I look back on the video <laughs> and go, no, I should have done that. I literally did it in the next room next door, pretending I was on the radio playing the song. No, right. just I think you, you're going you're going about the right way. Trust me. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I uh, I was going through Instagram before, and I know obviously Christmas it felt like it feels like a lifetime ago. Right. But uh, I saw that you t- you're hanging out with uh, your lovely girlfriend, your partner there. Do you have a nice holiday uh, holidays and whatnot? Yeah, no, it was great. Um, you know, I guess I guess in some ways the quarantine is is weirdly beneficial in the sense of I get to spend more time with uh, like my family, friends, loved ones, you know, yeah. like a very tight, very tight circle. Cause obviously you can't see too many people. No. Uh, but yeah, I think in, in some ways it's, it's just been nice being able to, you know, spend that time and, and catch up with people, mm. uh, catch up with my girlfriend, her family, my own family yeah. versus where normally like, if it, was, if it was a normal year, I'd be on the road. I'd probably be in Australia right now, you know, doing, doing promos, meeting you in person, doing shows. Uh, so yeah, that, that part's been nice, but um, you know, eventually I definitely definitely want to get back to the, the normal way of, of doing things for sure. There's only so much you can see of your family and friends before they piss you <laughs> off, you know? You know, right. you know how like at Christmas, you've got that auntie that comes over and when it's time to wrap up the party, they just stay a little bit too long and like, all right, get out. Like I've, I've had enough of seeing you. Get out. <laughs> Not that that's, I, why, that's why I try not to invite people over. <laughs> <laughs> I go I go to their place. You know? <laughs> As you said before, Brando, you were talking about like, you know, in a standard year, you wish you were traveling, you're doing promo, traveling the world and whatnot. I guess uh, what, what, what's, what's 2021 got planned for you this year? Have you kind of planned out the year so far? Yeah, actually, um, I'd say much more so than last year, since last year there were so many things that were obviously unexpected for yeah. in, a, in a global sense. Um, <laughs> so I'd say I'd say way more so this year. A lot of stuff is is more planned out in terms of releases. Yeah. I have another release coming up next uh, next month. Oh, nice! Um, doing shooting the music video for that in a couple of weeks, uh, and you know, just literally like scheduled out for. I think almost all the way till October for for releases because I've just you right. know during the meantime I've just been working on a bunch of songs so there's just you know a lot of a lot of you got like a back, you got like a back catalog that you need up, to so. get out so yeah right right yeah especially I mean especially as an artist you just get you get that feeling of being pent up like you haven't released anything and yeah. it's getting to your head so yeah yeah I'm, I'm glad I have a schedule now and I can release a lot of music yeah, so, yeah nice. a lot this year's a lot of just a lot of singles. A lot of a lot of features for sure. A lot of collabs. A lot of collabs lined up with oh, nice. um, some you know super well known DJ. So I'm excited about that. 
Oh, I like I like a little tease like that. I like ah, the little the little tease. <laughs> a little tease. No, it's no. I mean, it's great that you know you've been able to sort of plan out the year because as you said, like twenty twenty, it was a bit of a write off of a year. Right. You know, I mean, and it's great too that we're getting so much music from you, Brando, because you know, like I think you know this, Australia are like massive fans of. You. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I mean, yeah. I- Obviously, I'd, I'd love to be there in person and, and meeting you in person and meeting everyone else and, and playing shows, doing the festivals, you know, the very the very normal things that I love to do. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, eventually, my, like my hope is by the end of this year, uh, I'd be able to come out and at least at least meet people in person, you know, maybe not the show yeah. part, but at least at least do that part. Uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah, know- I mean, Australia's Australia's been a great uh, supporting my music and supporting my career, so I, I got to come come out there and show love. <laughs> oh, I love that! No, we're we're massive fans of you. And if you do happen to come out, you may hypothetically sort of have to stay in a hotel for two weeks. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly. Which um which uh, from all accounts, a lot of people uh, go insane after that two weeks. Because imagine being locked up in a room and you can't leave for two weeks. That just Right. I, I mean, I've, I've thought about it. I, I like deliberated over it for a while. I'm thinking like, oh, because I read one thing about like some some family in Singapore or something got stuck, but they got stuck in a Ritz-Carlton and thought it was going to be amazing. But then after like three days, they already started losing their minds, even though it was a Ritz, you know? So, Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. funny because like, yeah, even here in Sydney, all these return travelers, some get put into like a, a two-star hotel and then others get put into like the penthouse like, of the most right. hotel here. It's like, <laughs> how does this work? Right. It's, it, of, it's luck of the draw. Yeah, yeah it is. It is luck of the draw. Although, me being the big celebrity that you are, Brando, and that you know, Australia love you, maybe you might get like a free pass, like Matt Damon or Mark Wahlberg. They just slipped in under yeah. the radar and you know right, exactly i'll just sli- i'll slip through you never know, you never know. <laughs> hey something i want to touch base with you uh how's the how's the car situation holding up because i know last time we spoke um you said your car got egged one halloween and uh you, know, <laughs> you, you got you, you're a bit devastated i have to touch base yeah. the car okay you know it's funny it's like that um that car is like cursed i swear it always has some kind of issue you know like it's always some maintenance issue on it and it's funny because um originally i got it thinking i was being like baller you know what i mean yeah just it was just that one thing where i was like oh i'm gonna treat myself you know and so i got it thinking oh it's gonna be great but i kid you not i had to take it into the shop probably five times just this last like few months and it's just always something like oh the tires like i randomly somehow ran over like a knife blade and the, the tires popped you know like just really weird stuff. Like the doors stop locking or unlocking. And then, wow. yeah, I don't know, like the suspension breaks. I it, literally so many things. And so, you know, I, I started pondering just getting a Toyota <laughs> at this point. <laughs> well, I think maybe the fact that, you know, it got egged on Halloween, maybe that was like the turning point for the car, maybe. Right, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that should have been the moment where I took it back. You know, I just like, gave it back. Yeah. Well, look, Brando, I'm <laughs> loving the new track, Close to You. We've been playing it here on the show. Uh, people at home, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music. Uh, I can't wait to chat to you down the track, man. <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. All right. Dean Lewis on there in about 20 minutes' time. We're going to talk about the Britney Spears doggo next. After Joel Corey, Ray and David Guetta, this is bed at 28 after 7 here at Coast of M. I need to leave. 
Cooper and Baby with Levitating. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. On Air. On Air. On Air. On Air. With Brandon and Lena. So this week on Channel 9, we had the whole premiere, I guess, viewing of Framing Britney documentary. Mm. Everyone in the States and overseas have seen it a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's been it was, highly publicised and talked about. It was put together about. by the New York Times and I'm glad that it came to Australian TV screens this week because it was so educational to know really what's going on. I feel like there's been for such a long time, especially after viewing Britney Spears' Instagram, that's been a big point of talk. Mm. It's just been very strange. And now actually having so much information compressed into an hour and a half, I think it is, of a documentary, it really puts into perspective her life, how much the media threw onto her, the pressure she Mm. had. She was always scrutinised, like there was always something. And to the point where she literally has no choice as to who she can be, couldn't see her children, all this stuff, it's just shocking. And that she's been in this conservatorship since 2008, and it's 2021. And also the main point being that she is a highly functioning conservatee where a conservatorship legally is known to be something for someone that is low-functioning, dementia, some sort of aged care. And she can function, she can work, and it's crazy. Crazy that this is still ongoing. It's been transitioned into a sort of business for her father, who's always been a very strange... Like a puppet. A very strange influence in her life. He disappeared for a long time. He had his own issues with rehab and money, yep, that's right. alcohol, and now he's... He also... There's um, um, documentation of him saying, one day my little girl's going to be rich and she's going to buy me a big boat. Yeah. And then he disappeared for years and now he's the main person that... Um, manages all her funds and her whole life. And, uh, and she can't even visit who she wants and it's just ridiculous. In uh, in one sentence, how did you feel about the uh, mm. documentary? How did it make you feel? What did you what, what did you get from it? I felt so stressed the whole time. I'm a very empathetic person, but I felt very heavy. Mm. How about you? Yeah, it was it was a lot to take in. That documentary. Mm. It was a lot to take in. It, it was a very good educational um, tool. Also, um, lining up with Billie Eilish's um, documentary that came out also within the last two weeks. It's a very interesting contrast. Her parents, just based on what I've heard from other people reviewing this um, documentary, her parents are very strongly um, wanting to protect her from fame and all the paparazzi that similar stars at young ages go through. And Justin Bieber has been a big influence in Billie Eilish's life to help protect her from that whole media, tabloid slamming, all that crap. And it's it's interesting the timing of these two documentaries coming out because it's really good to see Billie Eilish having such, it feels like such a level-headed approach in comparison to someone like Britney Spears that went through the roughs. She was probably, yeah, one of the global, um, our most global prominent stars, yeah. teenage stars to that we've first ever seen aside from the likes of Michael Jackson. But yeah, it's interesting how these child stars, depending on the culture around them, can really go downhill. Absolutely. We did see it with Michael Jackson we as well. Did. Yeah. And his death wasn't great either. No. So it's it's it's, it's a shame because Brittany, I, you know, I, I was watching a documentary and 
I mean, like, you know how you know, like, Britney Spears exists and she's there and mm-hmm. she's got good music, but then you need that reminder, like, while watching something, like, wow, Britney's actually very talented. She's, you know, she's all over it, like, salt yeah. on a cheeseburger, yeah, you know? Yeah, from a kid, from, yeah, and it's, it's crazy to think she's still out there living now without... And she, the way her demeanour has changed over time, you watch through the documentary, she speaks very well for herself, mm. very clear clarity in the way she speaks. And then you watch her Instagram videos and she's talking about like such small, weird things in like a sort of baby sort of tone. It's very strange. Yeah. And a lot of people have, I think the Morse code sort of strange things in her Instagram have really prompted a global questioning as to what is happening with her. Yeah. So it's worth watching that documentary. I definitely recommend and I think there is a lot of hope after this documentary has been released. I hope so too. Yeah, Brittany's, you know, I love Brittany. A She's huge great. talent. Huge talent. the music industry. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a shame what's happened. But, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens, you know. Yeah. She could come out and say, what you know, what you're thinking, you know, it's all bollocks. Oh, she, no, she did say um, within, I just watched the end of it, um, she did say that um, she's been pleading for years and years for her to get out of this and her father not to be involved. Okay. She never wanted her father there. Well, we'll see how it all unfolds. But if you haven't watched it, maybe something to watch over the weekend. It is a really good watch. and uh, Very yeah, educational. Lena and I recommend it uh, entirely. Uh, coming up, Dean Lewis, Megan Pastetto from So Dramatic Podcast. She'll be uh, dishing the dirt on maps. Uh, that's all on the way. Still got a big, what, 50 minutes yeah, of the show? Yeah, it's very exciting to hear, on another note, bringing the li- the light up a bit. Mm. It's very exciting because we do have Megan and she knows so much. She's got insider information. She's a journalist mm. herself and she has a lot of contact with people within the industry. Absolutely. The well, reality TV industry. Absolutely. She'll be calling through around 8 o'clock on an extended edition of the On Air with Brandon Atkins show around Australia. <laughs> FM's On Air with Brendan Atkins Show. The new one from Topic and ATB. Only one. On Air with Brendan Atkins. Music is on me. Order the eight now. Out of interest, Brendan. Mm-hmm. If you... Hit me. What do you want? If you order a coffee somewhere no. and it just tastes dreadful, would you go back and complain? 100%. Or would you just let it slide? No, 100%. I'd go back. Mm. Uh, have I not told you the story about what happened at me and McDonald's? No. Oh, uh, so, this is going back a few years, right? Mm. I was at a said McDonald's here on the coast. Now, there's quite a few, so I'm not going to pin yeah, it down. Man. I'm not going to pin it down to a location. Yep. Uh, I went through, ordered my meal. and me meal. And uh, got out, and I, I like to check before I actually yeah, fully... Yeah, that's the worst. When you drive off and you get home, yeah, and you're so, like, where's my... Yeah, so I was by myself. If I'm with someone, I'll hand the bag over and say, just double check for me, right? Mm. But, you know, I'm creeping out slowly, I'm checking, and the burger had cheese on it. Now, it's well documented, I hate cheese. Can't stand the damn thing. Mm. I'll leave it on pizza, because I can't taste it on pizza. I'm tasting all the, the meat and the supreme and the pineapple, whatever, right? So, I look at it, oh, God, it's got cheese on it, right? So, I go back around, right? And I was stern, but polite. I was like, look, I just came through, I ordered a burger with no cheese, and it's come with cheese on it, right? Like, okay, that's fine. Went to the first window, showed them the bag, and they went, ah, oh, look, just go in the next window, I'll clear it up for you. So, all right. Go down there, get the order. It's got cheese on it again. Well, and I've driven out again. So what do I do? I go back for a third time. And I was a bit angry at this point because I had somewhere to be. So I was a bit angry at this point. <laughs> Wasting said, 20 minutes just going. Yeah. And I said, listen. Oh, and you have to line up behind everyone else. To exactly. And I, went, and I said, listen, I just came through here twice. I explained the whole story to them again. And I got to the first window. Now... I was a bit stern at the first window. I was like, look, this is annoying. Let's fix it up, right? And then I get to the second window and I said to them, like, I was 
I, I regret it now, but I started yelling. I was being a Karen, right? I was being verbal. I was like, listen, this is the third time. I have this problem every time I come here. This is the third time it's happened. I know it's not your fault. I know it's your stupid cook's fault because they don't read the bloody sign up the top. <laughs> They're like, radio, we're going to get Matt out here to have a chat. And the, and the cook came, and I could see the cook because he's kind of leaned over. I said, and I literally went, you, get here. And he came over and I said, listen, you've got to read the thing properly because I'm not circling back for a fourth time. Mm. And I sat and I went, I tr- put the chips on the counter, spilt them out. I said, I want fresh chips too. This, I've wasted 15 minutes. My chips are cold. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. So, and I never went back again. So, mm, to that McDonald's. To that McDonald's. <laughs> to that McDonald's. But other ones? Our audio, producer, our audio producer, Reese has just said, only you would have a problem in a drive-thru. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> about right. But I feel like it's less of a risk to go and complain at McDonald's. Yeah. Even though I know that your situation was a, a rare exception, I feel like they don't take it as personally. But when it's like a, a sort of niche cafe, you might have some rapport with the, with the owners or something. It's very awkward to go up and complain. Yeah, you're and, right. But I still do it anyway. I always be like... I, I choose my words carefully. I'm like, just to let you know, I just got the coffee and I tried it. And that always goes well for me. But, of course, if I was in the same situation as you, I would bring the stern level up, up yeah, if I course. needed to. Of course. As soon as you know that you're not getting taken seriously, that's when you need to. And I think it was fair in your case. Yeah. And it, it's sad, but sometimes you really do have to be stern. Yeah. And like contain yourself emotionally but really get your point across well yeah you're right so well, it's good to know that we're both getting quality things because we don't take anything less no exactly and uh, I'm happy to you know be verbal with someone and you know be stern and tell them how it is and be like listen mate mm. you, you, you I had a problem with a said and won't say who mm. um, I wear company because I get contact lenses mm-hmm. And they gave me the wrong ones. And then again, they gave me um, ones that were too small for my pupil. And I purchased it. And then they gave the third time I went there, they said that I hadn't paid for it. And I had. And they tried to give me my auntie's one. And I had no idea she went there. Anyway, I just got off. And I I called the manager. And I told him every single thing. And I was completely stern because I'd lost my crap. And, yeah, so they've given me 25% off for the rest of the time that I ever want to use it for life. Yeah. All I got for mine was fresh chips and the burger done right. You know what? I should oh, come have, on, Maccas isn't going to give you a lifetime I should discount. have. I should have leant over the counter and slapped Hamburglar in the face. Yeah. They could have given you a free Sunday or something. Yeah. To top you off. But you know what? They didn't. Mm, I guess it's not within their guidelines. Ah, know. well. Anyway. Anyways. Well... It's, it's good to it's good to complain sometimes to stand your ground. You pay for things. You want the money. You want the quality that you pay for. Absolutely, Lena. The bare minimum. Absolutely, Lena. I couldn't say it absolutely. Any <laughs> uh, all right, Dean Lewis. Uh, he's got a brand new song out. It drops today. It's called Falling Up. We're going to get it on air now. And the man himself zooming in next here at Coast FM. It's ten to eight now. Hope you're having a great Friday around Australia. Things were hard. Home to the world's biggest stars. The biggest stars. Dean Lewis, oh God, he's had some hits under his belt over the last few years. He's got a brand new track now called Falling Up. You would have just heard it just then. Absolutely brilliant. And I'm so stoked to have him zoom into the show now. Hello, Dean. How are you, mate? Brandon, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, absolute pleasure. Do people call you Dino in kind of like the colloquial terms or do you prefer Dean as a formality? Oh. I love a Dino, but I, no one calls me Dino. It's like um, I just don't have a Dino face. It's really weird. My dad does, but, and maybe like one other person, but it's just I don't get 
Maybe I'm not like that guy, like the guy that people want to be friends with or something. I don't know. Maybe that's oh, no, don't say that. What would you get, Brando? Yeah, I get Brando a lot. Um, Brando's great. I'd call you Brando if I, um, you know, if, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Dino Brando, it's Australian. Yeah. I had a teacher at school once. This is like, we're going back, oh, at least six years since I left school. He'd always call me Brando Carissian. Um, oh, that's cool. The Lando, the little play on the Lando. Yeah, yeah. So I had a nerdy teacher though. Nerdy teacher. Uh, he was this. This guy was a sports teacher. Like he was, he was oh. sport. He was fanatic. He wasn't like a science teacher or anything. But he goes Brando Carissian. He'd be I love that. with that. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. reckon he's in that. Yeah, legendary. Uh, I should have got it on my year 12 jacket. You know, regrets, but that's fine. It, it is what it is. Um, hey, I love this new track, by the way. I heard it and I, I immediately connected to it based on the title because uh, obviously the song being called Falling Up. I actually fell up the stairs once at school and it immediately, in front of the whole school, by the way, too. Um, yeah. and it brought back, you know, some nostalgic feels. Yeah. I heard the song and I, and, I, and I connected it to it more on an emotional level. Uh, tell me a little bit about this song. Yeah, well, um, it's not it's not about that, you know what I mean. But I'm, I'm glad you connected with it. It's really about, I mean, like for me, me for me, my whole life, I've always been like, you know, when I finish school, when I when I get the job, when I when I finish this course, when I finish this tour, when I get a record deal, when I have a big song, I'll I'll be happy and present, and all my problems will go away, and I'll yeah. be like a Zen master. And I just basically, I got to to go past that whole illusion. You know, when the tour finished, I've been on the road for three years, and and I kind of stopped and and got home was like. Well, hold on, that, that was it. Like, and I just sort of reflected on like, you know, at all, all points in my life, um, when these things keep happening, I've always thought the next thing was gonna be the thing. And I just sort of realized it's never it's never enough. Yeah. And so I just kind of had this moment of like, for me, it was important to go, okay, you gotta start looking in. You gotta stop looking out at all these external things because these mm -hmm. external things aren't gonna make you happy. So that mm -hmm. was really what the song was about for me. It's funny you say that. I actually saw a psychic a few weeks ago and she actually said to me, she goes, I feel like you're the type of person where, you know, you set yourself a benchmark to do something and you do it to that level. But then when you get there, you're like, no, not good enough. And you keep going and you keep going. And yes, going. yes. And she goes, you need to stop doing that because you're a perfectionist. You just need to accept yes. what, what, what things are now. And I thought, yeah, well, I have to, I have to stop doing that because I'm quite anal and I'm like, you know, I like to push myself, but she's like, yes, pushing yourself too much. So immediately I thought this is a, uh, it just ties in very nicely. This song, it made well, me remember of that. I'll tell you, that's really interesting. And um, I guess it's one of those things also, if you want to do a good job, you've got to have this obsession as well. Like you've got to be obsessed with what you're doing. And it's, you know, so it's like this, it's easy to say after the fact, you know what I mean? It's yeah, easy yeah. to say once you, once you get that thing that you, you really wanted, it's easy to say, ah, no one, you know, it's like, it's it's not like, hey, you know, if you want to do something, you, it's not like just enjoy it and, and don't put in all the effort. It's, mm. I guess it's trying to find a balance when you achieve something and to be present and to be, to appreciate it, you mm. know, because it, it is easy to say after the fact, like just enjoy yourself, everyone else. But um I like what you're saying. A lot of my friends have dealt with similar things. Yeah, no, it's it's brilliant. Like I just, it, the song really resonated with me. And like I'm looking, you know, written down some of the lyrics here. You know, especially in the chorus, I get so lonely, alone in the spotlight, walls caving in. Thought I'd be happy, and you know, I immediately, you know, was reading that. Thought, God, you know, like I've even been there too. You know, I feel like you know sometimes we, you know, sometimes things just eat away at us, and that's the feeling mm -hmm. I got from that. Based on these lyrics, I mean, is this written when you were probably at a at a dark point in life? Or or is this a reflection of what your life has been previously? I guess it was, yeah, coming off the road and kind of going, what was that? Like, I don't really remember that. And, and you know, and that, that line specifically, I'm alone in my bedroom and the walls are caving in. That's to do with more like, 
guess you'd say like, you know, dealing with negativity online and, and seeing a negative comment in a sea of good and being alone and you're better. So it's got a bit of that about it as well. Yeah. But I mean, I guess I was, I was, um, I was at a time where I, yeah, I just, I, I guess I was just really reflective and, and I was going, it was when everything had stopped and I had time to go, all right, well, if I ever get this chance again, I want to enjoy it and I want to enjoy the small of things. Of course, absolutely. I've noticed also too, in the build up to this song, um, you've wiped your Instagram feed. Like you've yeah, got, yeah. it's like you, uh, you've, it's like a rebirth almost. Is that, am I right in saying that? It's like a rebirth of Dean Lewis because yes. we haven't really heard much of you since what, 2019 or something. It's been a while. Yes, it has. I mean, look, they told me not to do it. There's these people out there called optimizers now and they tell you like, if you do this, it'll affect your algorithm. You're not going to get as many likes. But we were just like, don't worry about it. I just want to like, you know, it's really exciting for the fans, to be honest as well. You come with, you kind of wipe everything from the past. And to be yeah. honest, we're going to start, we'll, we'll reintroduce that. It's, we just archived it. We didn't delete it. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of cool to, to be like, hey, there's a new thing coming. They get really excited about it. So that was really just for them. Yeah. I mean, what have you been up to in the last, you know, couple of years? In the true words of Lara Bingle, where the bloody hell are you? Or have you been, I suppose? Yeah, well, I mean, I was touring for three years straight. Yeah. And then I came off the road basically sort of like January last year. And I just went, all right, well, now it's time to write again. It was just such a crazy period of things going, you know, when you write a song, you never really even expect it to to blow up in Australia, let alone America. Yeah. So just the amount of tours I was doing back to back. And then I just finished and was like, okay, next, it's, it's a, basically it's record. Yeah. And I would have probably come out with something a little bit earlier, um, maybe like a few months ago. But I think with COVID, a lot of people are just sort of waiting yeah. as, um, to see how things go. And I think we've timed it well because things seem to be opening up a little bit. Well, it's, you know, it's a new year, new you, you know. It's, I think, you know, start off the year on a, on a positive note. I mean, what what can we expect from you in, in 2021? Are you, you going to piss off again for another three years or are we going to hear more of you? you know? <laughs> uh, no, I'll be around, man. The, the album's almost done. It's like, I mean... Oh, there's some good, there's some good songs. I'm pretty critical of my own stuff, but there's some, um, we got some really, good, I've got some really good stuff coming. We're all really, really excited. It's like we're, it feels like this is the the calm before, uh, before the storm. Although you never really know, um, no. but it's really, really feeling good. Well, you, well, what are you so critical of yourself for? You've had some pretty decent hits since you know what waves, which was what four or five years ago or something. Why are you so critical well, of yourself? Well, I mean, I guess if you go, if you go and, if you assume that it's going to be massive. Hmm. Are you sort of setting yourself up for a little bit of a, you know, it's like, and that was the whole part of the last thing. It was always, what's the next, how about, how about 10 million streams? How about a hundred million streams? How about a billion? You know what I mean? It's like, that, it never stops. So I think this time I'm sort of viewing it more in regards to, I'm so proud of the songs and I'm going to work hard and play as many shows as I can. Yeah. Um, but they, they're just going to do what they do. Um, mm -hmm. Not that I've taken the pedal off. I, I, I'm still obsessing over the songs and like so yeah. proud of them. But I guess it's just a little bit of a new perspective. And do you reckon? And do you reckon there's a tour in in, in mind for you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just hard to know because things keep getting pushed back. I mean, what you hear June and then you hear September and then it's like you know what I mean. Then it's the next year and we, we don't really know right now. I think we're just sort of waiting to hear whatever else uh, till till the, what the government say really. Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, it's funny, you know, to use other artists as an example, Guy Sebastian, he's got a tour, I think, at the end of the year or something. And I remember yeah. him, you know, like he's announced the tour like a year and a half. Right. And I thought, mate, that's a that's a pretty bold statement to think everything would be back to normal. And I, and I could imagine as an artist, you know, there's always this level of uncertainty around what's going on, as you said, you know, in terms of releasing a song, organising a tour, because we live in such a, a fast-changing environment now. Totally, man. And like, I think it, it, a lot of people are relying on it to start back up, like bands, crew and everyone like that. Like, 
there's a lot of people that are kind of struggling right now. So we just want to, which then they really want to get, really want to get back out there. And we all want to get back out there and play shows. And I think people want to go and see shows as well. So um, things keep opening up though. There was some news today in New South Wales. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a step forward in the right direction. Well, look, totally. loving the new track, Falling Up. It's available now uh, to buy and stream. Dropped today, so get your ears around that. Dean Lewis, you're an absolute legend, man. It was so nice to chat with you. Great chat, Brando. Appreciate it. Oh, Married at First Sight, Lena. It's, oh, uh, this season. It's good, isn't it? It's crazy. Uh, it's a crazy season and uh, so many scandals, so many exclusive back-end stuff that you know we didn't even know about because only one person in the world knows about everything mm. scandalous Indeed. that's going on. It's Megan Pastetto from the So Dramatic Podcast. She joins us now. Hi, Megan. How are you? Hey, guys. How so, are you? So good to chat with you again. I've been looking, uh, we've been tweeting, uh, you know, about maths this week because I, I see your tweets come up. You see my tweets come up. It's, it's a full-on season, this, isn't it? It is so full on. It's so much better better than last season, though. Can you agree? Oh, so much. Well, I didn't even watch last season. Oh. I just zoned out. Don't bother. Don't mm. bother because it just there's no point. Like this is a really good season. Actually, yeah. I want to ask this, Megan, because I get this impression, and I've spoken to Booker on the show uh, a few times since the show started. Do you find that most of the contestants are in it for the right reason? Because I feel like last year everyone just wanted <laughs> their 15 seconds of fame, whereas this year I get this I get the sort of g- more genuine feel mm. from some of them. What do you think? What did Booker say? Booker said the exact same thing. She agreed with me. She goes, yeah, I feel like... They're genuine? Yeah, they're, no. everyone was genuine. Are you think? I don't know. I feel like every year, no one is genuine. <laughs> oh, well, at least... Like, because you, know you know what you're going on there for. Like, you know that the relationship is never going to work out. Like... Mm. But what about Martha? Martha and Michael. What's his name? Michael. Yeah, there's one. Cam and Jules, I mean, they've had a baby. I think that was the added bonus. I feel like you go on there for fame and then if the relationship works out, that's the added bonus, not the other way around. Mm. Mm. Well, look, you drop episodes every Friday. We can uh, follow you so dramatic podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to it once you've listened to our show because, you know. <laughs> or, or you can pause this and listen to it now, whatever. Um, and, I mean, this week, um, Megan, you dropped some bombshells. Uh Belinda dating a 73-year-old? Please oh tell me that isn't so. I cannot. Oh, my. What? How juicy was that? I what? could not believe because I thought Belinda was going to be the sweet, innocent, you know, like, you know how we have the virgin? Like, yep. how old is he? 49. Mm. I thought that was going to be, like, Belinda and she's going to be this sweet, innocent girl. Apparently not. She is, like, a wild child undercover. She's apparently a massive party girl. I've been sent some scandalous photos of Belinda basically just having a lot of fun at like normal stuff but just really unexpected from Belinda and then last week someone inboxed me saying no Belinda has had boyfriends she's actually had multiple boyfriends in fact I know them and so I did a little bit of digging after finding that out and what I stumbled across I was not expecting to find she was dating this guy in 2020 who was 70, he would have been 72 at the time, she would have been 28. So oh my God. let me let me quickly do the math. That is like a 44-year age gap. Oh. Unbelievable. And poor Sam's getting slammed by Coco about the 15-year age gap. Yeah. yeah. This is like, what, 50-plus? Yeah, 48 or something, I don't know. It's 40, uh, yep. Like, he's oh, like half years. a century older. No. Yeah, and he's this, like, I don't want to stereotype him, but he looks like... A little bit sleazy. He's like a club, a dog guy for a club. He's like got all these photos with other celebrities and stuff like that. So 
it's it's very weird. And I've been sent photos of them like they're definitely dating. Like there's photos of them like cuddling up in a caravan together. Wait, previously, but, not anymore. No, yeah, when they were dating. Okay, so got mm-hmm. the, in a the caravan Because okay. a lot of people, were, I, I knew that a lot of people would say, well, what if they were just friends? But no, they're definitely they were definitely dating. And a few people got in touch with me and confirmed that. So, but that's not even the worst part. Well, the, that's not even the juiciest part of the story. Mm-hmm. You ready? Right, yeah, he, I'm, I'm, we're sitting down. <laughs> sit down. He, um, so he was last year charged with indecent assault. So oh. he's got a trial ongoing at the moment. Or not a trial, sorry. He's got charges in court at the moment. So, yeah, that's just a whole mess. So I don't know what the hell is going on. I'd love to ask Belinda what if she knew about that or, like, yeah. Well, hopefully, Be- well, hopefully Belinda's on the show next week. So uh, if, if worse Ooh, comes to us, yeah. you'll have to ask her we'll, about I'll, it. Yeah, I'll... Uh, I'll Let uh, me know what she said. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, and Apparently, Bryce cheated on his fiance four times. Yeah, before the before and he the did experiment. not reveal that, did he? No, he hasn't said that on the show. I don't think. Am I right, Megan? Four, t- four times that we know of. There's probably more. Mm. And how did you find this out? I mean, did did uh, did the fiance contact you about this, or how did you get this no, inside scoop? I haven't. I've tried to contact the fiance, but she doesn't want to speak. Um, probably. Yeah, yeah she. I, don't, I think. Why. Oh, like, I mean, would you want to be associated with him? I don't think so. No. Apparently, she was begging him to, like, remove all photos of her from his social media accounts because she, like, didn't want anything to do with him. Mm. Um, but four times that I know of, so who knows how many other girls there are out there. If anyone's listening and you've hooked up with Bryce, slide into my DMs. Yeah, no, he, he seems like I was completely shocked the way he turned around. I, like, the beginning, I was like, oh, this is a match made, like, their first two days or whatever. Mm. And then... When the honesty box thing happened, I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, go back. What's happening? Why is he acting such like a sus but dog point, now? But, but I mean, you know, would you rather, Lena, would you rather someone that lied to you? Or would you rather someone that was... No, li- that but I wasn't expecting you? him to be... Oh, Brutally honest. No, 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 no. I wasn't expecting him to be so lovely on the wedding day. You'd think he'd be like to the cameras, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But he seemed so into it on the day. Do you, do you think? I think he was still rude on the wedding day. Oh, you reckon? Maybe I need to watch I it again. Get the, I just get this arrogance vibe from him, and I'm like, Oh, now I get the arrogant vibe. Yeah. Oh, um, know. you know what the you know what the juiciest thing is about Bryce though? Mm. He, so he cheated on the girlfriend four times, but I found out this week that, so you know how he had this also secret girlfriend. So. Oh yes, yes. No, so I, didn't I, know I, that. Okay, I saw, so, I saw this, it, okay. Of this. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, to summarize, it's a bit messy. It's I kind of need like a diagram, but. <laughs> He was with Lana, who he'd cheated on a couple of times. Yep. Then he dumped her to go on Married at First Sight, right? Yep. Then I found out that between him dumping Lana and filming, which was only a couple of months, in that space of time, he had another girlfriend called Courtney, who he was dating during filming. You following? Ew. Yeah, yeah. Right, this following, is... yeah. So, secret girlfriend, he dumped her one week before the final commitment ceremony to Melissa because he wanted to basically stay with Melissa because he knows how bad he's going to come off on the show. So, he's like, I've got to stay with her. So, he's dumped this poor girlfriend who's been waiting for him during filming. But (laughs) found out today, well, found out this week in today's episode that this secret girlfriend, he didn't start dating her in that like after the fion- he dumped the fiancé, he started dating her whilst he was with the fiancé. So they-, they were together for about 12 months. I give up. I give up. So like, I'm done. I know, I need to. I need like a diagram. He like needs... 
He needs to get it's a boat crazy. and he needs to sail out into the ocean and spend some time with himself, some reflection, yeah. a week or so, get a journal, wow. breathe in the salt air. Time. I don't know how these people have time to like oh. work full time and have all of these girlfriends or boyfriends. Like I, I don't know. even have time for one boyfriend. I feel, so. like, if you feel like if you're going to have yeah. four girlfriends or four <laughs> boyfriends on the slide, that's like a, that's a full time job in itself. Yeah. His time management skills are good, at least. Oh, yeah, we'll points for that. And what I is suppose. he getting out of it? Like, oh. probably a good shag or something. I yeah, don't know. but oh, it's just—it's not—it's not, not good. good for his reputation. It's no. going down the drain. No, it's not. And I don't know. Like, if he's going to try and save it, I don't know what he's going to do. But now, uh, what can we expect this week on Maths? I mean, I've got uh, uh, the advanced episodes. I've only watched part of Sunday, oh, which is, I think, the commitment watched? ceremony. But right. what, what can we expect? Uh, this week on maths. So I've been told that this week is super, super, super scandalous. There's a lot of explosive bombshells being dropped left, right and centre. So apparently the commitment ceremony is super explosive. Uh, the experts grill Sam, you know, Sam, the yeah, one that looks like Eminem. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. He cops it. <laughs> Beck cops it. Apparently Sam and Bryce have an argument at the commitment ceremony. I think Bryce was interrupting his chat with the experts and he's yelling out stuff and which is kind of rich because everything he's accusing Sam of, he's also done. Mm. So I think Bryce needs to look in the mirror. Um, and also this week coming up, uh, Cam and Coco's affair is going to be exposed. Ooh. And the dinner the dinner party on Wednesday is when it all comes out and Bryce, there's another wine-throwing incident. Have you got up to that oh. part? No, well, I haven't got up to this part. Oh, my God. So Why? Bryce throws... Bryce throws a wine on Sam. So it's like Cyril and Jessica all over again. What? what? <laughs> yes. That is just utter trash. Like, he knows that that's a like a rich. pivotal moment in yeah. maths. Why do it again? Do something else. Well, Throw a shoe. Like, why do you got to do the exact same nah, thing? No, nah, why does... It's not as organic. Like, you, he knows that that's an iconic moment oh, on maths. Do you think... What Do you think he knew, like, oh, I'm going to get, like, this will be iconic. I'm going to get the most airtime doing this. Like, He's probably copying, just copying for the sake of it. I feel like, but I feel like Lena's direction, like, he should have thrown what was on the dinner plate. Just throw a bit of salmon or throw a bit Took of chicken. Took his shoe off <laughs> or something. Know? Yeah, like, make it original. Come on. Wow. We've seen it before. Wow. I wow. know. But I do love a wine incident. I'm not going to complain about the wine incident. Well, I'm going to lie. Well, look, if you want to keep up with all the goss, follow So Dramatic on your socials and get the podcast. Uh, with Megan Pastetto because she oh, she knows... Oh, she for knows more the, insider information. Oh, she, she knows a lot. We, we can talk for hours, but we, we're on a time limit. We can't talk for hours, Megan. <laughs> um, lovely to chat to you and uh, can't wait to chat with you uh, next week. You too. Enjoy the episode. DJ turning loud. Live from our Gosford Studios. Across the Central Coast and around the world. World's famous. The on Air with Brendan Atkins Show. Oh, here we go. Tail end of the show. and A long extended show, yes, too. Yes, a very long extended show. You know how at the end of a Christmas feast, you've had too much to eat, you want to undo the belt and you've go, You've gone oh. through the stages, satisfied now, siesta time. Oh, I am indeed of a siesta, just mm. quietly. Between you and I mean, you... Between you, know, you and I and the listeners. Yeah, between you and I and maybe the two people that are listening live at the moment. Uh, I mean, you've been up since, like... What, yesterday yeah. morning? So you if anything, that anyone who needs a siesta, it'd be you. Hot shower and straight to bed. <laughs> Might catch up on some maths, actually. Oh, God. It's a, it's a good week this week. Mm, I know you haven't seen any of it. After all that goss, thanks to... Oh, I've, I've seen bits and pieces. I watched the first week. But yeah. after all that goss from Megan, oh. man, I, I feel like I need to get around it. Yeah, you have to. That's, oh, what, that's how you can I'm spend your weekend. I'm psychoanalyzing them further. Oh, well, okay, don't, just, can you just enjoy the show? I have to. Psychologist in me. Oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> You got much planned for the weekend? Uh, 
Any uh, exploring? Sydney tomorrow and just relaxing. I yeah, need nice. to take a break for another big week ahead. Yeah, nice. My weeks are so jam-packed. It's been like that for me too, actually. Yeah, it's I good. Just, it's I just feel exhausted, yeah. But you need to take time to rest. Yeah. It's so essential. Otherwise... I'm going to Milky Lane tomorrow. Oh, good. Just have a bit at of a Terrible or yeah, Newcastle? The, yeah, the new one at Terrible. Yeah. Going there with a couple of every friends. T- I've walked past there maybe four times and it's packed every time. I've been going to the gym recently, actually. Now, yeah. I want you to be honest here. I'm going to stand up for this. How do I look? Oh, God, I thought you were going to take your shirt off. Oh, you want me to? Uh, no! No, no, no. Uh, sorry. Do, um, I like, uh, do I look like I've lost weight? Yeah, be maybe honest. maybe three kilos. Alright. Are you pleased with that answer? No, no. Or have you I, lost like 10 kilos I, and I can't tell? I've lost nothing. I don't think I've lost anything. Oh, see? Take that as a compliment. You should be happy. Yeah, well, well this is a bit of a puffy shirt, this and, one. Uh, it's kind of... Mm, it's a slim two- shirt, so maybe that's why. Except for today, because I've been sitting here doing you know, work all day and doing a show. Yeah. Yesterday and the previous maybe two or three days, I've been doing 11,000 steps a day, which is the average. So I've been going to the gym, you know, running on the treadmill, you know, having a ball there. Oh, you've been running. Oh, yeah, run, yeah. Good yeah. on you. Yeah, I could do a kilometre at a time. You're listening to Brandon Atkins' show as a run. Oh, okay, no, I'm not that up myself. <laughs> I do listen to music. I don't listen to myself on loop. Mm, good on you. Thank you. I just, I, don't, I wanted to make sure I can squeeze some burgers in tomorrow and, you know, some beverages. So. Yeah, get yeah, back to that workout next week. I'm going to look like Hugh Jackman in six months' time. Good luck. I believe in you. Oh, God, I thought that sounded very condescending. No, I believe in you. Yeah. Like, like Wolverine. Like, Get it. Yeah, Get it. Uh, thanks to uh, everyone that joined in tonight. Amy Shark, Brando, Dean Lewis, uh, Megan Pastetto, Taylor at the start of the show. We played a new song. Uh, if you missed anything, you can podcast us on iHeartRadio or Spotify. Get us in your ears this weekend. Um, on our next show, I've got no idea what's coming up on our next show. Surprises. I haven't even planned that far we yet. We will see. We will see what happens. It'll be a big show. It's always a big show. It's always a big show. I guarantee you we'll be talking maths because we'll have all the maths contestants on as we always mm, have been having very lately. Very exciting. Um, oh, it's... it's it's Some oh, more goss to it's unravel. It's so time consuming, but it's worth it. It's really worth it, Understanding humans as a concept, especially through maths. <laughs> and one thing I want to add mm. at the end of this, why the heck did I have a lot of respect for those psychologists. Yeah. But why, And I especially love that new one. Oh, She's Alessandra, great. yeah. She's great. Yeah. But why would they ask them to rate, like, the hottest from first to last? That seems absolutely ridiculous. Uh, well, I'll reach out to Channel 9. I'll ask for John Aitken and uh, we'll get him on. He can explain himself. It's just born for trouble. Uh, well, well, I'll, I'll There's nothing progressive. Leave that with me, Lena. No guarantees, but leave it yeah, with we'll me. Yeah, we'll have to see. And I'll see what I can do, all right? Uh, we're out of here. Classic hits to continue right through the evening. We'll catch you next week. Have a great one.